Sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Stan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we're going to be getting away from one type of human in Solar Auxilia and getting to the other types of humans in terms of the militia. Um, we still have a little bit more we want to do with Solar Ox, but we figured, one, a little bit of a break for both ourselves and you for that particular type of content, as well as we want to give a chance to maybe actually try it out a little bit more if we talk about it. So we kind of wanted to get to Militia also in time before the Chthonia book falls. Um, so for tonight, the overall idea of what we're going to go, we're going to go through the general outline of the army, an overview. We're talking about the types of units they have, their warlord traits. We're going to go through the HQ options as well as the muster of worlds. Um, I don't think we're going to get any further than that just because of the things that we're going to have to talk about, I think, are going to take us that long to get through. Um, besides that, they said we were able to get something out last week. Some of the other stuff wanted to get out didn't happen. But hey, now it's a hopefully slower time around for at least me and maybe the other guys a bit as well. So you might be able to get back to a more reasonable schedule like we were having before. And now on to the show. All right, gentlemen, it is Monday. It is two days past our event. And at some point, hopefully this week, one of the battle reports for it will drop and maybe the following week, the other one. But how are people doing on this here Monday? I'm doing good for now. <laughs> You'll be doing better if any of those magic cards are worth money. Yeah. I, I, again, it's so funny that like, it's just so weird. Yeah. I, I don't know. But no, I'm feeling a lot better than what I was. So that's at least... That's at least fine. <laughs> yeah. You were able to make it Saturday because I was I was a little worried at first that it might have uh yeah. might have laid you out for too long, but I mean and Steve and I were pain, able to get through those Lords pain of War. meds pain meds are amazing. Yeah. They are they are sometimes necessary. Absolutely. Yeah, pretty much. But how about you, Steve? Oh, how are you gotta doing? Gotta love modern science. I am doing all right. Been getting some uh, yard work done these last couple days because the weather's finally been nice. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I forgot to go outside and, and clear some. Sp We're supposed to get a table delivered. Turns out it's going to be between 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. So when this is done, I probably got to go clear so I can get that table in and out of here. Um, our current outdoor table is just a pile of garbage. So we're going to get a new one and hopefully it'll last better. So yeah, that, that's fine. That and then paint. I didn't get anything done today. I've fought with Sprint. No, T-Mobile, whoever it is now. But that's all sorted out now, so it's okay. They tried to tell me I couldn't do math. I could. All right, so um, that's enough of complaining about what's happening there. We will start getting into the militia. So you said we're going to go through a bit of an overview. We'll talk about the types of units they have, because much like Solar Ox, they have their own special types of units. We'll go through the Warlord traits. We'll talk about their HQs, and we're going to put the Muster of Worlds in here. Now, some of the Musters talk about particular units. We might briefly like mention what type of unit it is, but it makes the most sense to talk about it now because, one, you need a certain HQ choice to take them. And they even specifically say in this document that, yeah, if you take this guy, figure out your Muster first, then, take it, then start taking a look at your units because they can greatly change what you may take, what you want to take, or even what you're allowed to take. Uh, remember, all of this is was released on the Warhammer community. It was released, I forget the exact date, uh, April, like mid, mid or late April. So this is their militia document they have. All right. Um, who would like to start on the overview of these very normal men? 
I mean, I could do it real quick. So sure. militia are okay. So if solar ox are solar ox are your humans, just like superhuman, not superhuman. They're they're your Navy SEALs. Uh militia are um not <laughs> is the nicest way to put that. Um, your these National are not Guard. Uh, to an extent. The problem is so like they can be the National Guard, they can be the normal army. Or they could be the Viet Cong. They they are they they range and vary based on how you customize them, which is kind of cool because like you can you can take somewhat near Solar Ox but not as powerful, or you can go just straight up beastmen. <laughs> um, so it, it's kind of cool because this is kind of just the poor sod of the heresy the 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 mass other type of people that fought that no one ever cares about, sadly. Um, and the rules kind of show that, but no, that that's basically what the militia are. Yeah. They're what are going to become the Astra Militarum. And from anyone who follows 40 K or anything like that, we know, okay, they have Cadians is, is sort of the main branch, but over time they've had other different, you know, branches, even that they've supported in terms of model lines, the Mordians and, and um, which well, which one's the Death Corps Creed? That's the one that Richard has. Um, no, no, Richard has. Um, does he have Death Corps? No, he has the guys with the funny Destroyans. The Destroyans, yes. yes. My apologies, you're right. Um, from that alone, you can see how it varies. At this time, it was even more varied. Remember, I mean, even in the 40th millennium, you have advanced worlds and then you have feral worlds and both sides can raise a militia whatever that may look like so um I'll, I'll, what they talk about here even mentions that you know when it's a very ordered place like the worlds of ultramar you're getting something very different than you are in some of the fringe planets or some of those one where it's just you know penal legions and it's just pure their prisoners or whether it's a great honor to do any of this so um, I don't know if you have any thoughts to add to that, Steve. I want to make sure you have your chance if you do. I mean, I mean, I think you guys basically got it. You know, it's just okay. here's a template. Tweak it as you see fit, you know, within the box they give you, within the sandbox. It's kind of like, uh, I want to say, third edition Tyranids, where you kind of built your high fleet. Here you're building your militia. But it's, it's more and less customizable in ways. It's cool, though. Uh, there's a lot of cool themes you can pull out of this. Some things I think people are going to be a lot more drawn to. Some things it's just like, I like the idea of this. And some yeah. things you take because it just it just makes sense. And um, they put a very nice designer note on page four of this, just saying that, hey, the armies all look different. We got plastic lines. We got resin lines. Just... Do what you want. Make it look coherent, hopefully. You can do what you want, but make sure weapons or war gear is is nice and clear and delineated in a way that your opponent can understand. Um, they're obviously not going to tell you to use models from outside, but especially with this. there's So at this point, you're talking about essentially humans, normal humans. There are tons of producers of models of very good-looking human models or people who make SDL files that you could print. So... You know, with this, you have a lot of variability and options of what you can do, and they fully endorse it. And from all the events we've been in, and I've seen some people's converted or, or essentially what they want. Well, um, Dan, in your game on Saturday, your second one, 
no, no, it wasn't yours. No, my apologies. It wasn't yours. It was uh, Brett and James's game. The person they were playing, he was running Lehman Rust tanks and they were, um, they were, uh, they were like walkers from something else. I can't remember what they're walkers from though. They're walkers from, uh, ah, it's going to bother me. Well, when someone else is talking about something, I'm going to look up what they were because I'm not recalling right now what they were, but as long as it's clear to your opponent, just do what you want. Like have fun with this. You know, you're going to need a lot of them too. So you better have some fun with it. All right. Um, are you still there, Steve? I know Dan had to walk away for a moment. I am still here. I'm trying to think because I could. People use models from this game all the time because they were pretty sick models. It was like World War II got weird. Yes. The poles and they had yes. the, the, the Walker tanks. Was yes. it those models? I'm oh, wait, wait. I know I'm what pretty oh, sure they God. were. I'm pretty sure it was. At least that's what they look like to me. And I'm hating myself for not remembering it. That game went entirely under. That company went under that portion of it. But the models were awesome. Yes. I um, do remember this game. But I but I can't recall what game it was. And that irritates me greatly. All right. We'll figure that out as we go along. I'll, I'll put it at some point. Um, okay. Why don't we go to unit types? AT43. I think it's that. AT43? There was probably that sounds correct, and it had like the big six legged walker with the anti tank gun in the front. Uh, I could also be entirely wrong. Um, Hold on, I wasn't thinking AT forty three. Um, I was thinking a different one, but it might have been AT forty three. No, I was thinking um, uh, it might have been that. They might have been from that, or if not that, something very very close to it. But see, I saw know. the aliens. I'm like, oh no, this couldn't be. But then I saw the humans. I'm like, yeah, this was definitely it. No, that's not the game. I, that's that's not the one I was thinking of, but similar in nature, yeah. All right, why don't we get to some unit types? Um, there are what three total? Um, I I'll, I can take the first one. I have it open here. Why not? Um, so this is page five. We're talking about these because um, we're gonna see as we go along that their types really matter, especially when we talk about their third line one. Um, so the first one's just militia unit type. So this is your standard guy. Yep. Um, they may only attempt. So essentially, here's why they get their unit type. They may only attempt to regroup if the unit has at least half the models that it began the battle with. That doesn't count any that joined it during play. So from the beginning, if more than half of the models have been removed to the casualty, it may not regroup and it keeps falling back. So back in fifth edition of 40k, if you weren't a space marine to regroup, you had to be essentially half. Um, I might have, I forget if it was above half or half or more. If you weren't, you would constantly fall back if you ever failed your leadership check. Space marines had the ability to attempt to regroup at lower numbers. So we're kind of back to those old basic rules. These are very average people, so they're going to run much easier. Um, any unit that has any models of this militia subtype that's falling back and is successfully charged by an enemy is automatically removed. So normally you get a leadership to rally and then get attacked. If you're falling back and someone hits you with a charge, remove them. Um, a unit that includes any models that have the subtype that are not monstrous or mechanized, that are locked in combat and then successfully charged by an additional enemy unit must make an immediate morale check. Once it's been resolved... Um, if the check has failed, they have to fall back as if they lost combat. Um, and any of the enemies there may try to sweep only if they're not locked in with someone else. Um, then you re- 
continue as normal. So if you're in combat and someone else charges you and they make it, you're running. So morale is not your friend. You are not going to be sticking around easily. Um, who wants to talk third line? I would like to just Great mention pick. real fast. I found yeah. the game. What was the game? Dust Tactics. Dust Tactics. That's it. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. I don't know why I couldn't think of that game. It went away a long t- a while back, actually. Yeah, um, well, it, it, it went away, came back, and then it just went under. It went under essentially a second time around. Yeah, it happens. It's real sad when it happens, but it happens. Um, but yeah, a bullet point three. I could cover that since I spoke up for attention to myself. <laughs> All right, so bullet point three. Uh, if you're militia and you're not monstrous or mechanized and you're locked in combat and you're then charged by another unit, you take a morale check immediately. But, but I, th- I think failed, I mentioned that. You fall back. Oh, wait, whoops. No, uh, we're to the line, the third line. Third line unit subtype, I should say, not the third bullet oh, point. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant the third <laughs> line okay. of the thing. No, right. no, no, no. Unfortunately, th- their other thing is called third line unit. <laughs> yeah. I got so wrapped up in finding out what game that was. I'm like, weird World War II board game. That's right. When okay. I was going to stop talking, I was going to text someone I knew who would have had that answer. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, sorry. The third line unit subtype. This is what makes people either love or hate this faction. It's a very divisive rule. Personally, I think it has a more upside than downside, but that's probably because I'm an Iron Warrior, and this only helps you against me, honestly, at the end of the day. So yeah. the third line unit subtype applies to militia models, but it's mainly for um, vehicles, right? So yeah. when you do an arm penetration roll, that would be a glancing hit. It's a penetrating hit instead. Um, when an Iron Warrior last cannon shoots you, it's probably a penetrating hit because it's strength 10 with Sunter. Um, so yes, it sucks to have things get upgraded to penetrating hits, but it's really an issue if it's an AP2 or AP1 weapon hitting you. And generally uh... speaking, they're high enough strength. I mean, yes, immobilized sucks. Weapon destroyed sucks. Yeah, I was gonna say but... shaken if you have a if you have a blast. Sure, but yeah. We're losing your be, vehicles worse. But though, we're yeah. gonna be we're gonna be playing Bane Blades and Bane Blades don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, upgrading glance well, in your I guess on the receiving end, it's worsening a glancing hit to a penetrating hit. It kind of sucks. But 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 you never give up victory points for destruction of models with this special rule. Even for Lords of War. So it's not all bad. That means that your transports don't give up victory points, you know, for being killed. Your Lehman Russes don't give up victory points for being destroyed. Your Bane Blades give up points for being destroyed. And in the kill point missions, that's a big deal. Yeah. And you tend to, because of this, we'll see as we go through, you're cheaper in general. Mm-hmm. How much varies, but you're cheaper. So you, you are, are paying cheap. less for these things. Um, we just. Uh, so we just went, I, Steve and I actually mentioned this, um, when we did the Solar Ox heavy support, the Bane Blade there was 750. The Bane Blade here is 400. Yeah. So you, you can almost get two Bane Blades for the price of one, if you were running in a way that you could take it, but you could legitimately bring two for one. At least on that tank, I will take that trade off all the time. The other ones, oh, maybe yeah. not, but. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, that, that's, Dan, uh, that's third line. Yep. 
that leaves you for the last one here. If he's there. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Start talking. Sorry. It's, I'm, try, I'm trying to mute myself because my kid is trying to go to bed and it's like, that's oof. Right. You just, um, yeah, you, that's all right. Yeah. yeah. Just, when, it's, <laughs> when, when you're not talking, you have the mute and then click the button. Yeah, pretty much. It's, simple. it's trying to pay attention to her not screaming into the mic. So ah. mechanized, it's a unit subtype, I believe, is where we're on? Yes. 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 Perfect. So mechanized basically applies to anything with the mechanized unit subtype, which I believe are just the sentinels. I don't even think they call them sentinels, but I yeah. think it's just the this, this, this is the sentinel they do call sentinels, essentially. Yeah. Are they called sentinels? Oh, perfect. Makes Pretty my sure, life yeah. easy. All right. Successful wounds caused by attacks with poisoned or flesh pain uh, must be re-rolled against models with the mechanized unit subtype. That's pretty great <laughs> uh failed to wound rolls made for weapons with the armor bane special rule and against unit includes any models that you so it must be rerolled all right so they get affected by armor bane but they're less affected by poisoned and flesh bane yeah a model with the mechanized unit subtype may attack with all weapons uh when making a shooting attack including as part of a reaction it's very this is very dreadnought like everything uh, is dread so far Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a model with mechanized unit subtype may attack with heavy and ordnance weapons while counting is stationary, even if it has moved and may declare charge as normal. All right, that's still dreading on. A model with the mechanized unit subtype is affected by haywire detonation and battlesmith, as if it had the dreadnought unit subtype. Hilarious. Okay. And no model that does not have the mechanized unit subtype may join a unit that is one of our models with the mechanized. Okay. So basically, yeah. it's a dreadnought without being called a dreadnought. And without the fearless. Yes. Oh, yes, they're not fearless. That's why they didn't say, like, same rule as the other one. Yeah, you you are afraid. This is so much better written than Armagers. They learn. They they learn. They pay attention. They listen. It's affected by things. That alone makes it better than Armagers. Pretty much. All right. All right, so um, obviously as we get into units, we'll have more of that, but it gives us an overview of their types of units. Next is their Warlord traits, which they have quite a few of. They actually have the most of they a base six. thing. They six. Yeah, they got six. Uh, but that easily makes two each. I don't know if anyone has any in particular they wanted to talk about. Do do I, do I swipe Connoisseur from everyone else? I think I do. Take it. I'll take it. A classy man would do that, exactly. Um, all right, I'll, I'll start with Ruthless, Ruthless Tyrant. I haven't gone through all of these, so I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what they say. I've looked through a few of them, but... They're funny as hell. I will pull that... I'm going to say that like a little... Because yes. I've read them before. They are funny as hell. What I have seen looking through this, that they fit... This army has a very fun flavor to it. And they kind of lean into that, at least from everything I've seen, which I like. So, Ruthless Tyrant, the first warlord trait here. A warlord with this warlord trait gains the fear one special rule, which is kind of hilarious that this normal human's making space marines afraid, um, which affects all friendly models as well as all enemy models. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is afraid of him. <laughs> My side, yeah. your side. Um, this does not include the warlord with the trait, which is good. Um, so he's the only one not afraid of himself. Um, however, should any friendly unit that is under the effect of the model's fear one special rule and under control of the player whose warlord has this trait, be forced to fall back during the movement phase or shooting phase. The controlling player may instead remove D6 models, or if you're monstrous, just remove one. Um, if you do that, they're taken by the controlling player, no saves of any type, just remove them from the board. If you use that option, you don't fall back, you remain in place. In addition, you get an extra reaction in the assault phase. So if you lose an assault, or if you're getting swept in assault, any sort of things like that, 
doesn't get affected. But if it's movement or shooting that you would fail, just destroy D6 models or one if you're within his bubble and you're fine. Bonus if you know where this is from. This is uh, Commissars, I assume. Yep. Yeah. I just I just think it's great that you cause fear to your own people. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, uh, bu- 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 bu. now, okay. Whose warlord would be forced to fall back during... Okay, and this would save you from their thing of if they're under half, they don't rally because this is if you would be forced to fall back, which is you falling back, then they stop you. So this is a nice safeguard. Because he will shoot you in the face. Yes. Well, in this case, though, he he shoots a lot more. He shoots D6 of them. 40k back when that was was the thing was like a model. No, I think it was still like D3. Then it became like one model when it eighth edition and ninth edition. No, 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 no. Seventh edition was like it was E3. it was one for like the longest time. I know oh, back in like one? fifth edition it was one model, but it was um there was a at one point it wasn't it wasn't remove a model and you pass. It was remove a model for rerolls. It hasn't always been auto pass with removal. Sometimes it was rerolls and things like that. Hilarious. All right. Um, Dan, why don't you take the Merchant Prince? Merchant Princely, and of course. All weapons possessed by a warlord with this trait gain the Mastercrafted Special Rule. Before any models are placed on the battlefield as part of deployment, the controller player may, of this warlord may select a single unit under their control, designated as the Lifeguard Unit. The Lifeguard Unit subtype and all models in the Lifeguard Unit gain the Heavy Unit subtype. You skipped the line. Pardon me? No, yep. What? Did I? Player, yep. Under this control, they have to be weapon. militia unit subtype. Oh, sorry, I'm giving heavy. Wow. Yep. Uh, so, and talking about with the militia unit subtype gain heavy unit subtype if they did not already have it, may and may re-roll all fail to hit rolls of one in any phase as part of a reaction. The warlord with this trait must be deployed as part of a lifeguard unit and may not voluntarily leave that unit during play. In addition, any army whose warlord has this trait may make an additional reaction during the opponent's uh, assault phase. Uh, as long as you're not removed as a casualty. Okay. So everything you own is mastercrafted. And... For one unit. Yep, for that. But no, well, for no, him. The warlord. Oh, the warlord. Just right, right. Okay. Yeah, okay. just him. Everything the warlord owns is mastercrafted. And his lifeguard unit gets heavy and reroll ones, but only on reactions. Well, no, so no. that tells you. Hit rolls of one in any phase or as part of a reaction. Or as part of the reaction. So it is, oh, okay. That yes. makes it a lot better in my, okay, okay. No, I like this. It's neat. This <laughs> is actually neat. Yeah. I'll give you I, credit. I don't know the um, ability of this army necessarily in close combat, but I think at least for shooting, okay, he gets a command squad, essentially. A heavy command squad that gets three roll ones. You can make that a, a, a maybe hopefully a decent shooting unit, or they like said maybe some close combat units. But we know you'll we know you'll get the numbers because in this you have some ways to get some very big squads. Your basic troops come in twenties, so and some of them can go a lot higher. So you can absolutely just bowl someone over with a weight of dice. I'll put it this way: people have been chatting in our uh, local group chats about maybe using their Napoleonics collections, and known as a Napoleonics collection of under 200 models. That's very true. Actually, that's not a bad way to do it. Take this with like a squad of, like, I think, I think uh, Levy, you can take, like, 50 guys in a, in a squad. It's ridiculous, because they're, like, two points a bro. Um, yep. I'm not saying that would be good, but that would be funny, because everyone who's going to swing, 
might not have the best numbers, but I'm going to re-roll a bunch of dice. Oh, no. All right. Steve, why don't you tell us about Beloved of the People? Yeah, because it's all about me. So, Beloved of the People. Um, if during any player's turn, a model of this Warlord trait is moved as a casualty, yeah, you got to lose your Warlord for this. All other friendly models in the same detachment gain plus one weapon skill and strength, and gain Feel No Pain 4 up until the end of the Warlord's controlling player's next player turn. Um, in addition, if you have the straight, you get an extra reaction during the shooting phase as long as he's not moved as a casualty. If he is removed, you make an additional reaction in the assault phase instead. So you take your Warlord and you just try to get him unalived in the most expedient way possible the turn you need him to. It's only for the you know the player turn and a half-ish that you get the effect for. Um... I think this is a case of ABC always be charging. Just yes, force him into combats until he dies. And you don't, and you don't lose your reaction. It changes the extra reaction, but you still get it. Unlike one of these other ones, a lot of these other ones, where if they go away, they're just gone forever. You still have it. You just switch where it is. I like that. That one. That one is at least very fun. So far, these guys are fun. I just wouldn't want to have this many models. My back would hurt. It would hurt way, way too bad. It's All called right. movement trays and those little sticks you always see in the old war movies. Ooh, I know there's yes. a name I mean, for them. Okay, I, so know I know there's a name for them. I'm sure there is, yeah. I don't know if they sell them anymore, but I'm thinking... I've oh, seen God, them in they, stores still, no, no, but I don't know if it's current. Not that, remember the old Apocalypse movement trays? That's exactly what I was talking about. I've seen them in stores, but yeah. I don't know if they still do it. I Honestly, have a bunch in my house, actually, which is funny. Um... Use you could use movement trays from Conquest. Those will fit a twenty-five millimeter base inside of them, and you can move four miles at a time that way. Or uh, we've had the old Lord of the Rings ones. It's a similar deal. I think you fit four models in those. I'm checking yeah. the. Providence. Does the store still sell those Apocalypse ones? Yeah, I wonder. I mean, our stores might locally because they have old stock, but GW is not currently manufactured. Uh, uh, yeah. That's a shame. They were really cool. I did like them a lot. Oh my god. I didn't like the price point. No, they were the price cheap. point was very hot. No, weren't they like twenty bucks for like a million of them? It was twenty bucks for, for like five. Yeah, it's like two squads could get moved faster for twenty bucks. It was not a great ratio. Oh, I don't remember yeah. that. All right, uh, Dan, why don't you take Marcher Lord? Because I want Robert Baron because it sounds cool. Yeah, Robert Baron's cool. Marcher Lord is cool. I don't think we got to the Beastman yet. One. I think uh, Marcher Lord's the Beastman one for me. Well, not Beastman. Beastman is like his his provenance. That's I should say that. It's the but there's a warlord trait that goes really well with that's why. All right. So Marcher Lord. A warlord with this trait gains battle hardened one special rule. And if the army they are part of includes only detachments with the Imperialis militia faction, then all friendly units are immune to the effects of the sphere special rule. Okay, that's really good. Very specific, but very good. Hmm. Furthermore. As long as the warlord with this trait has not been removed as a casualty, the first pinning test made by the controlling player in any game turn is automatically successful without the dice being rolled. And I believe he makes an additional reaction in, in the phase. shooting phase. Yep. Yes. Okay. So he gets battle hardened. So it make, makes him probably uh, strength eight to kill him. Uh, let me see here. And the first pinning test. That's yeah. pretty damn good. So that part's that part's better than the fear part because there's I don't find there's tons and tons of fear. It can happen. This army cares about it, but the pinning might be a little bit more. Here's an odd common. question: 
there's an odd question. That psychic power that you guys have, right? Yes. The, uh, it's a pinning test. It's a pinning test? Hmm. Yes. It, ca- oh. it causes you to take a pinning test at some amount of minus, depending on the dice rolls you get. Now, consider, Dan, it has to be the first in that phase. Yes. Exactly. And the psychic I, I test would just end up then being the second thing to cause pinning that phase, because it's the more reliable thing. Yeah. So you have like you know like a rotor cannon shot or like a Scorpius shot to get the freebie out of the way, and then you do the psychic test that absolutely rocks their world. You know, be, um, I would like it more if you got to choose when you pass the pinning. No, that they, they usually don't want to do that because that is, you know, stronger. Because you would save it for the one that's going to has the most shell shock or whatever maybe. Yeah. But no, still cool though, still neat. All right, Steve, how about these curios? Yeah. So we have the Connoisseur of Alien Curios. Once per game turn, at the start of any game turn, controlling player of a warlord with this trait, they choose to activate an artifact. If the option is chosen, roll once in the table below. Yeah, that's right. We're going wild with this one. Yeah, um, so on a we're one, going nuts. which might be my favorite result, honestly. <laughs> um, the, the warlord, one? yep. The warlord suffers one automatic wound with the instant death special rule with no armor saves, cover saves, or damage mitigation rolls allowed. No invulnerable saves may be taken as normal. All other units with at least one model within 12 inches of the warlord, including the unit that the warlord is part of, suffer d6 plus one hits at strength 8 AP4. These hits are allocated by the use controlling player. Maybe I'll hit to the warlord. I can cause morale checks where appropriate. This, to my understanding, represents a virus grenade. Yeah, going yeah. off in your hand. That um, it sounds like it to me. And then next up, if you roll two to three, it's the same effect, but you don't hurt yourself. Instead, what you do is you must nominate one unit friendly your enemy within twelve inches and line of sight with the warlord. They take D6 plus 1 hit at strength 8, AP 4, with deflagrate. If no other you can nominate, then the Warlord must take the hits. You're sensing a theme here, right? Um, on a 4 to 5, the Warlord and everyone in the unit gains Rage 2 and Furious Charge 2 for the game. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, that's kind of tasty, right? And then if you happen to roll a 6, you gain Eternal Warrior and feel no plane 4 up on the Warlord for rest of the battle if you roll it again you also get plus one strength and toughness and it's cumulative up to three more times sorry up well essentially up to three more times yeah if you the more times you roll it the more stats you increase up to a maximum of six in those stats my goodness i don't know what that represents that's must be some real good combat drugs or something but uh <laughs> he's taking the good yeah. shit he just starts throwing virus grenades around. Sometimes he accidentally yeah, just, you know, just gets swole as all hell. It's fun. I, I, I love this trait. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, and finally, if your warlord has this trait and he's alive, you get an extra movement phase reaction. The most mad part of that is the movement phase extra reaction. Uh, I do like movement phase reactions. I, yeah. I that I will say no because so I learned because you know we were doing the dual doubles tournament right uh, yeah. event and um, I was using the Blood Angels reaction for 
because so these don't get extra ones, right? So we were doing the – I used the Blood Angels extra movement. And having my two tanks move away from a charge, really, really good. Yeah. So I will, I'm just thinking the amount that you're going to flood the board with for this army because of how cheap your models are and how many you're going to need, I'm, I'm not going to have anywhere to go. I can't get away. I have a blob of a minimum 20, 30 guys. I'm not going anywhere useful. <laughs> It's not, I'm thinking more for the vehicles. I'm thinking more, because what are vehicles, let me just scroll down. My, for five my people are in the way of my vehicles. If you get to my vehicles, I've lost the game. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. okay. Dude, that's, Remember, no, that's in Custodes, it's different. Custodes, you have a few units. That's so your true. vehicles are a large portion. Here, I'm worried about my vehicles. I could literally string a line across the whole board <laughs> of units. The, like Lengthways. Yeah. So this one is just fun. This one is really fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad if I roll that one. You're gone, but like you, you took this knowing there was a chance that you would just explode. That's great. Um, all right, Robert Baron, the last one they have here. Um, all models in a unit that uh, has the Warlord with this trait gain a plus one to their strength for the duration of any player turn in which they charge, but you may not make a sweeping advance that turn. However, when such a unit would otherwise be eligible to make that sweeping advance... The controlling player said rolls a die on a four, five, or six. The controlling player gets D3 victory points. In addition, an army, they get one in the movement phase. Okay, that's fine. So, uh, yeah, you are just like, you're robbing them. So you get plus one strength when you charge in. You can't sweep, but if I win the combat, you get to get away, and I steal your riches as you do on a four, five, or six. Um. Most missions, I find the victory points are very low. Um, there might be a mission or two where it's like you get a victory point for everything that you destroy. But in general, victory points are usually pretty low in the game. So having an option, plus one strength, which is useful because you guys tend to be strength three. So now you can actually reliably wound. And 50-50 chance that if I win, you get D3 victory points. You get that once. That could be what wins you the game if you happen to roll a two or a three on that. So... Um, this is both, that one is both fun and I think it actually can be good if you put the guy in the right unit and mm -hmm. you charge things that you can beat. This is what you take if you have horsies. Mm, very if you're in a horse build, you take this one, I think. Horse build. I, I agree. Plus, plus one strength on that. You have the mobility to be able to hit what you want. You have the ability to charge um, because, you know, you can kind of move a bit quicker. Yeah. I think that's a really good one, and it's very fitting. You know, just put paint. You know, put your guy up like he's, you know, from the Wild West or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I know they get a they get a the rig hauler. Just put that like a make a stagecoach. There you go. The rig hauler for them is what did GW say you can use? The cargo eight from Necromunda. Yeah, cargo eight. That's right. That's right. Yes. yes. Uh, it's not that dissimilar from a Chimera with certain options taken. So if you have chimeras, no one will give you a hard time for using them. No, use that. Or 3D print a wagon. Or Tonka trucks if they're an appropriate size and shape. Absolutely, oh that God. would actually work. Like um, anything. If it if someone it comes to the carry with, people. <laughs> someone comes to the fucking match with um Paw Patrol. <laughs> like Paw Patrol vehicles. Oh I, I understand I understand the idea of the Paw Patrol. <laughs> I don't have kids, so I do that. or what's um, 
What's the what's the one with a whole bunch of uh, animals and shit who drive around? That's, that's Paw Patrol. No, nothing of Paw oh. Patrol. No, no, Mister Someone's. He's a he's a worm. Like one of the main dudes oh. is a worm. He drives an apple. Kids what these days the don't shit? remember that. But we're not. What are you we're not making about? this show for kids. A bunch of the people who listen to us have kids. They would know. Um, Wait, what are you talking? Now I'm keeping on pause. Back up. What the? What fever dream show is this? <laughs> it was a book. No, but they had oh. a show. They had a full on show. Wait, did I, it? I remember a book yes, about the I remember were, books. The Peach. It was like Johnny and the Peach no. or some nonsense. No, you're thinking James and the Giant Peach, and no, not talking James the and the Giant Peach. It's the busy world of Richard Scarry. There, yeah, there it is. Yeah, there was a show. What? No, James and the Giant Peach. They also did do a movie as well. But yeah. Roger Scott, yeah, look it up. Like you, a lot of people had it as like there was like a rug for it as well that they made of the town. What? Yeah, there was like different animals. It it was essentially a variety of animals, and they all you know they would drive appropriate vehicles and stuff like that, and it would teach kids. I don't know, probably to be good people or something, like any children's show. But yeah, no, that's a legitimate thing. That's hilarious. I've never heard of this. Yeah, that was like very popular. I don't know exactly when, but I have I have some some nephews. They're older than like than your your kid, but maybe maybe that was the time it was popular. But um, all right. Um, is any favorite warlord traits other than connoisseur of alien curios? Because uh, I kind of like Robert Baron the most. The curio one is though really really fun. Like that's probably the one I would use the most. He's a worm and an apple. I remember this. Hilda Hippo. Sally you're, you're, Scott, you're, I want to Google this. Yeah, look I had, yeah, the busy okay, world of Richard Scarry. The busy no, world. Sorry. Busy world. Of Richard Scarry. S-C-A-R-R-Y. Scary with two R's. Yeah, yeah. it was in the 90s. I've never seen this. 65 episodes. I Bro, and I grew up in the 90s. What? Was it on like PBS? Probably. They probably didn't have the station in Cuba. What the? <laughs> I watch TV. Like I watched Saturday morning cartoons. I wait. That yeah. hippo looks. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah, you do the remember, hippo. don't you? Told you. Hold the hippo. Oh my god! Why is this okay? Just you can. Look al- <laughs> you can almost hear the memories flooding back into it. Yeah, this this is. I bad, was bad. there, Gandalf, ten thousand <laughs> years 10, ago. Years ago. Why does this? It looks like it. Let me tell you, it's it's the weird. What's the case where you think it looks like something, but it's maybe spelled the wrong way? The Mandela um, effect. Yeah, the Mandela. I feel like this is a Mandela effect. It's got to be because it looks familiar. But I swear to God, I've never watched no, this. Berenstein and Berenstain is Mandela effect. Also, I think it's five thousand years. Uh, it might be three, or is it three thousand? Maybe it's it's been so. I gotta watch Lord of Rings again. It's been so long. I can't remember that. <laughs> we, we're that all fake me. nerds. <laughs> Pretty much. We're getting our license revoked. Yelling at the guy, (laughs) yelling at the YouTuber. (laughs) Oh man! Oh, I'm gonna hear. I might actually right. It might be three thousand years. I don't know. Maybe. uh, Well, I have off for like the next two months, so maybe I'll sit down and ten thousand years. The genie. Yes, genie's ten thousand years. He's three. Yeah, I think Elrond is three. I believe he says three, if memory serves. It may not though. I'm getting older. My memory's crap. Yeah, it's three thousand. So, you guys are going three thousand. Yes. Go Surrounded by that. nerds. <laughs> All right. Um, units wise, so we're we're gonna we're gonna talk the the force commander. Then we're gonna 
get into the muster of worlds and then we'll talk about the other guys because the force commanders who let you take this yeah. uh, but for the units the four units does anyone have a particular one they want to talk about so we're going through what just the hq hmm. yeah just the hq because the muster worlds is going to take time yeah I, I think the muster worlds could be the entire thing um the rogue psyker, see, I'll take the rogue psyker. Okay. Oh, cool. you. Oh, you take him, you take him, you take him. You yeah, because I got one really funny thing you could do with it. It's not good, but it's funny. And that's the entire okay. point of this list. I mean, screw it. I'll take I the agree. force commander. I'll, right. I'll take, yeah, I'll just start with the force commander. Right. and we can he, go from there. he is up first then. Go for it. Yep. All right. So, um, Imperialis Militia Force Commander, 100 points. Weirdly enough, it's 100 points for, is it for both the mounted and the, I'm just going to scroll down real quick. No, okay, so it's 120 for the mounted, 100 for the non-mounted. Okay, I was going to say, yeah. that's a really weird, like, same points value. Anyway, so you can take him not mounted or mounted. If you do not mount him, he is uh, movement 6, weapon skill 4, ballistic skill 4, strength 3, toughness 3, 3 wounds. Yeah. That's, he, no, okay, he's actually beefy. Initiative 3, uh, 3 attacks, leadership 8, and a 5 up save. And the mounted commander, I think, is exactly the same, except he gets 14 move, which is, yes. damn, he's fast. He's on a horse. Yeah. And you could use, by the way, GW did, did come out and say this, which is, I love this. Um, you absolutely can use the uh, the new Imperial Guard stuff for this. In fact, I believe in one of their Warhammer community articles, which I'm not going to pull up because no, I do believe in one of their Warhammer community articles, they were like, hey, we, want, we push this back a little bit just so we can, like, you know... Um, Sell more Lord Leontes. Yes, yep. yeah, pretty much. I didn't want to be mean, but... Yeah. Well, but, but they also <laughs> did just come out with another unit of horses. Yes, Not even the, just the leader. The, uh, the they also riders. did... Yeah. yeah. But I just wanted yeah, to put that out, that you could use... that. They do allow you to do that. The Force Commander comes with a last pistol or auto pistol, a refractor field, so a five-up inbull. Also, he's, he's five-up, say five-up inbull. Who cares? Yes. Frag grenades, crack grenades, basic combat weapon, flak armor. He's an independent character, the muster of worlds... Which that I means he could take is, the muster. Yep, he could take the muster. Yeah, he's the only and one again. Providence, which I think so is he, the... It means he's affected by the muster. Yes. Yes. So, um... Because everyone options, else gets it automatically. For options, he has the gambit of options. You could give him power fist, power weapon, plasma pistol, hand flamers, needle pistol, blast pistol, charnable weapon, chainsword, bolt pistol, all pretty cool options. You can give him melt bombs, you can give him a cyber familiar... Wait, can you also give him a... Oh, fuck me. He can take Iron Halo. <laughs> so another three-up invul over Custodian. All right, nice. So that is ah. right now Mechanicum, Solar Ox, and the goddamn Peon can take a three-up invul, but a Custodian who protects yeah. the Emperor... Hey, he isn't a Peon. He owns a planet, sir. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. So How many Custodians own planets? <laughs> take a Cyber Familiar. He can take Carapace Armor. He can even be in Power Armor. John's going to love that. John owns an Imperial Guardsman in power armor from like before I was born. It's like it, yeah. you could touch the lead. But no, he, he, I, I don't think he noticed that. Uh, he could also take an Iron Halo. He could be a mounted force commander, uh, which means he gains uh, the Militia Cavalry Mounted War Gear on page 37. So someone skip to 37 real quick so I don't have to, so I can keep reading. Uh, that means he also gets Relentless, Scout, and Hammer of Wrath, and he becomes Cavalry. And he could take the militia lance if he's mounted for another five points. What does he change war gear wise if he's on a horse? By the way, so if, he, if it, he's on a horse, if he runs, he gets shrouded five up. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. And it. then he, he counts as cavalry for 
any other purposes, but that's that's it. Yeah, okay. Nothing too crazy. And um, finally, one last bullet point. Yes. If he's on a horse, he can take a lance. I said that already. Oh, sorry. I was we said it again. We're making sure. <laughs> that yeah. one I got. That's the most important thing because it's cool as all heck. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, it's cool. You need him for muster of worlds, yeah. which is what makes your army work. So you're taking yeah. this guy. Yeah, you just much. you get to decide: is he a hundred point tax, or are you going to put some stuff on him, make him more expensive? But then he has a job to do. Honestly, when you say more expensive, though, what, like okay, let's load him out real quick. He's a hundred points. Let's make him mounted. A hundred twenty. Iron hair. One hundred forty. That's one hundred fifty. So 150 for three up invul. Screw, give a power fist. 165. That's not. No, I'm not saying he's expensive to do that way. I'm just saying you either look at this guy as a tax or as an army piece. If he's a tax, he's 100 points to get your cool rules. Otherwise, you do you would want to put a decent amount of stuff on him to get him to do a job. Yeah. Because base, he's not going to do one. But you, you can pretty quickly tack on not too much or um, at least not spending too much to get something pretty good out. Now, Robert and, Dan, when you spend 40 points on this guy, that's 20 less models you're bringing to the table. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're cheap. Oh, my God. They're very, very cheap. And we did talk about some of those. Warlo- if you keep them cheap, I said there's one of those warlord traits you kind of want to go away. Yeah, pretty um, much. So that, that Militia Lance, Strength 7, AP 3, it's melee, of course, it's ungainly, uh, Brutal 2, Sudden Strike 2, and Two-Handed. Um, remember, ungainly just means that you only get one attack. Because you got your Lance coming in. But that's not bad if you actually have a unit full of guys with that. I like that. Um, yeah, this guy's ne- he's necessary for the one piece. You're going to take him. Just decide what you want to do with him. I do like him leading one of the mounted units, though. I think that's a really great way to use them. Uh, all right. So that now lets us go into the muster of worlds. So now we can start discussing these now. There's a lot of options here. Some will be pretty fast. Um, we're going to go through these now, even though we haven't talked about all the units, because one, they kind of say it's the right way to do it. And also, it's going to make more sense when we talk about the units. We'll reference this back. Now, um, if you have a force commander, you get two provinces. Um, as says, unless otherwise noted, the effects apply to any and all units in the same detachment with the Melissa unit subtype. Some of these will apply to some of the other types of units you have. They will say so if they do. If they disclude any particular units, they will say so. So these are very specific as you see, as you read them. And hopefully everything is covered well. Um, Yes. So I guess we'll just start round robbing our way through these. And like we said, this is for your militia units. Sometimes these are yep. for your regular guys. I will take, though, uh, okay. the Beastman. Uh, it's at it's, the very it's, end. F- yeah. It's Feral Warriors? Yeah, Feral Probably. Warriors. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, certain promises allow you to get special equipment or special. They tell you exactly what they let you do. Um, so I'll start with Warrior Elite. Um, all eligible units and models get plus one to the leadership characteristic to a maximum of nine. Imperialist military levy squads in this detachment with this province gain the support squad special rule. 
and all imperialis militia grenadier squads in the attachment with this province lose the support squad so that means you can take grenadiers then as your mandatory choice and levies lose the ability to be the mandatory choice levies are the really cheap guys yes yeah yeah they're like you can take an obscene amount of these guys um so your grenadiers um those yeah, are they're a pretty standard unit th yeah those are more veteran troops they have proper equipment proper yeah. armor yeah leadership seven and sixes yeah your, your levy squad starts at 20 guys and you can go up to 30 more oh, up to 30 additional so these guys are with Alaska and flak armor this is your bottom of the bottom of the barrel guys essentially so they are no longer they become support um it's it's useful if you're building your army in a very particular way i think that helps and the bonus to leadership is good because the leadership in this is obviously bad the leadership across the board is bad your general guys are like sixes if they're veteran or better they get to like a seven so useful you do get to let's see some other ones um I guess maybe Dan will take the next one. We'll just spin that way until we get to one someone wants in particular. Yeah, I'll take theirs. Legacy of the Great Crusade. All Imperial Militia Grenadier, grenadier Squads, uh, Command Cadres, Discipline Masters, and the Detachment with the Providence increased their ballistic skill by plus one to a maximum of four. A Force Commander in the Detachment with this Providence increases his initiative to five. Ooh. Ooh. That's pretty good. That's pretty neat. Initiative five is pretty quick. What uh, ballistic skill four is pretty four. Good. So now you're actually nice, hitting yeah. on threes instead of fours. Yeah, these are your better units. These are your more veteran ones. So it makes sense. All right, I'll take uh, the next one. Clanfolk levy. So, this is how you get all the horses. You may choose to fill your compulsory troops only with imperialist militia cavalry squads. Um. And all the ones selected as compulsory troops gain plus one to the leadership characteristic. But you do not take them as non-compulsory troops, only as the standard compulsory troops. In addition, um, an attachment with this providence may include up to four additional fast attack choices, but they may only be used to select Imperialist Militia Cavalry squads. Notice they do not gain line. No. But Adding four extra slots even applies if it's an allied detachment. So if you want to have white scars along with like a hundred horses, you can. Yeah. Yeah. This is how you're just going to get, this is how you make your horse army. If you really want one, cause they start, I mean, they start off cheap five of them for 50 points and all. And this is a spot where you can get some special weapons as well. So you can, you can get a lot of small horse squads if you want, or can make them bigger. You can, uh, you can go up to 15, Dan's favorite number. Um, you got uh, squads of fifteen. Fifteen is not bad. I like yeah. fifteen. And and again, they are they are cheap. So, all right. Um, that puts it to me for gene crafted. Um, so far, decent options. Legacy of the Great Crusade. So far, I like the most. We'll say uh, once all models have been deployed, but before the beginning of anyone's turn, the controlling player rolls once for each unit that contains any eligible models on the on the table. So if you're taking this one, it is essentially, it's a D6 table with three options. So you need some sort of token to mark because it's each unit. Um, 
Yeah, you roll once for each unit. So first one, the unit begins the battle pinned. It, it overrides any rule that would allow them to ignore it, such as being cavalry or one of the Lord of War traits. Um, if the unit is embarked on a model that transports it, then it must make an immediate emergency disembarkation and then gets pinned. Um, if you're oh, in reserve, no. you ignore the effect. So on a one, you just start pinned. Even if you naturally could not be allowed to be pinned, you are pinned. Um, remember, this stuff naturally affects militia units. So that's why they don't have to worry about not counting vehicles. It only counts vehicles on anything if it specifically says so. Uh, two to five, so the most likely option. All eligible models in the unit with the infantry or cavalry rule gain one of the following special rules. So you better have a stack of things to put down to know which one's which. <laughs> um, they get it for the whole battle, either fleet two, move through cover, or night vision. Um, night vision is great for your units that have that can take some special weapons because then you're going to be ignoring shrouded. Fleet two is great, especially say on some of your cav options, move through cover. So some reasonably good choices. Six. All eligible models in the unit that are infantry or cavalry gain one of the following special rules for the duration of the battle. So you could either be relentless, stubborn, and mentee will six up, or all the special rules in that two to five result. So they can have fleet two, move through cover, and night vision. Um, I mean, I would have some concern about rolling ones, but I have so many units. I'm going to roll a few. If if you build an army that wants some of these special rules, then I think this is a this feels like a pretty good option. And if somewhere pinned, that's you have you have so many units, that's okay. Get a couple pinned. All right, um, but you're up next for the cyber augment augment. Yes, augmentics. All eligible units and models. Uh, oh God. All eligible units and models gain the feel no pain six up, and the oh God, and the slow and purposeful special rule. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. This providence may not be chosen in conjunctions with the cheese gene crafted providence, and any detachment with this providence is treated as a sworn brothers by any detachment with the mechanicum faction in the same army. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes the, the, yeah, the cybernetic knights are an example of mechanicum faction. Yeah. In theory, you could try to combo some warlord traits with this to um, get to ally weird combinations maybe yeah I'm, I'm not thrilled about something on a toughness three having a six of feel no pain you you'll get it i'm not saying you won't ever get it but the slow and purposeful that hurts I don't, if you're taking mechanical maybe this is a good option for you to look at at least you get the six up versus a bolter you don't get a five up versus a bolter so it's that is true something yeah all right uh Steve has Alchem Jackers. Oh, yeah. This is one I used a lot last edition, so let's see what changed. All units with this provenance do not suffer negative modifiers or leadership characteristic in the assault phase. Nice. And, in addition, if less than half been removed as casualties, and a morale check made for it due to casualties in the shooting phase has failed, they become pinned instead of falling back. This is good. If more than half have been removed as casualties, then must fall back as normal. Uh, I assume that's half based off the starting number and not based yes. off the round. I I would assume starting number at all times, yeah. And then you get an extra option for all your units. All models in any unit's provenance can be upgraded to have the Furious Charge 1 special rule for 25 points per unit. 
So that's another way to get a little bit of extra strength on your combat units. So they push forwards, they're less likely to fall back, and they have more yeah, strength on the charge. It's something that I used to toy with a lot last edition. And these are really cheap units. So extra 25 points on a pretty cheap unit is... You're not going to be breaking the bank in any way. So that's pretty neat. All right. Um, Survivors of the Dark Age. Uh, Imperialis, Militia, Grenadier, Squad. So they can take some special weapons, essentially. And Imperialis, Militia, Command Cadres. So they're an HQ unit that gets some special weapons abilities. With this provenance, may either take a Legion Rhino Transport, a Termite Assault Drill, or a Land Raider Proteus Carrier as a daycare transport, so long as they model 10 number... Sorry, as long as they number 10 models or less. That part hurts a little bit, but... Because how squishy you can be. Um, obviously, look at the Legion books for it. Um, they gain the third unit subtype, and their ballistic skill goes down to three. So if you're taking these units and you want them in Rhinos, Termite Assault Drills, and I've, you know, um, for one of the battle reports coming out, uh, me and Steve went against each other, and he had Termite Assault Drills, and Termite Assault Drills are good. That's absolutely yes, a very are. good option. Um, the Proteus seems like overkill, but still, still good. Um, option is Void Jumpers. All models in an Imperial, Imperialist Militia Reconnaissance Squad may be upgraded to have Militia Jetpacks, sorry, Jetpacks, and replace all weapons with two last pistols or two auto pistols at 20 points per unit. Any Discipline Masters, Militilitia, uh, Medicaid, and any other models, so any models that get assigned there before deployment, uh, may be given them at no additional cost. So independent characters don't count, but if it's a unit that you assign, much like you do, um, I said your Medicaid and stuff like that, they get them. Um, and they cannot take any heavy weapons. So when we take a look at these reconnaissance guys, there we are. Um, oh, so essentially long lads and like sniper rifles, they don't get any of the big guns. They get the these lighter guns that they have to switch out to. The two last pistols are auto pistols. For their jump pack, it's a move 12, or jet pack, they say, my apologies, move 12. Uh, dangerous as normal. They may still run. Yeah, otherwise, it's it's a jump pack with a move of 12. That's all. Um, It's a really cool option. Yes. I don't know if it's good, because you're <laughs> stuck at a 5-up armor save, which is kind of pants, but it's really, really cool. Yeah. How how much how much is a termite assault drill? Eighty points. Eighty. With does that come with the volkite or no? That's with bolter default. You always have the meltas. The volkite's extra five points, I think, maybe ten. It's a pretty cool. I mean, option. I'm more thinking about it for the meltas personally. That that's kind of what I I like. I'm not saying the other options bad because we're talking about like if we look at the grenadier. Okay, they start at ten. Um, these are guys who. Because up to two of them can swap out for weapons like melted guns or plasma guns and all. So this is a way to do that. Keep the squad a little bit cheaper maybe and put some different guns on them. Shotguns or um, uh, even bolt guns for, for two points or something like that. Heavy stubbers. So I I do like this one. I think the Void Jumpers is funny. I don't know if I would necessarily do that. But your reconnaissance could use that. Let me just look at the reconnaissance real fast. They're five guys. They go up to ten guys. Um, essentially five points a guy. They have scout, infiltrate, move through cover. Yeah, you could just try to lay a bunch of sh- shots on someone at short range early. 
I like it for the the termite assault drills. The Proteus just feels like I'm spending too many points. But all right, that goes to wait. Which one is it that you want to attend? The Feral Warriors. Yeah, the Feral Warriors. Okay, so Steve, do you want to take the Armory of Old Knight then? Sure, I'll take this one. This is a nice one. Yeah. I like this one a lot. Let's scroll back to it because I was gonna glitch and stuff. Okay, Army of Old Knight. All right, you can upgrade. First thing, all models with this province that are eligible can replace las guns with lad rifles for free. Now you don't have the um, close order subtype, so you're not moving and shooting those las guns, las rifles with any kind of accuracy. So just be be mindful which units you put it on, which ones you don't. Um, as an option, you can you get relic arms. Eligible models in grenadier squads and command cadres may upgrade las guns, either volkite chargers or assault needlers. You can upgrade mm-hmm. las pistols to volkite serpentas or needle pistols, and may, you may upgrade sniper rifles to needle vulnus and heavy stubbers to volkite culverins. Oh my god! Or needle cannons for thirty points per unit. You upgrade the unit's weapons for thirty points. Regardless of the number of models or types of weapons upgraded in a given unit. Um, the Volkite option is pretty solid. The, the Needlers actually are not that bad either. I think it's the only no, way you get in those as well. So it's worth popping over to that real fast run you through it. Yes. Yeah. So um, they have their own category, right? Yeah. Yes. So the Needle Pistol is range 12, strength 2, pistol 2, poison 3, up pinning. Guess what? This is how you get around the fact that Azaris are tougher than you. Assault Needler, range 18, strength 2 again. Assault 3, Poison 3 up pinning. Needle Cannon, range 24, strength 2, heavy 4, Poison 3 up pinning. Needle Volness, range 48, strength 2, heavy 2, Poison 2, breaching 6, pinning, and sniper. These are not bad guns. I dare say they are even good. I think they're very good in this army. Now, you have to keep in mind, this is only on your Grenadier squads and your um, command, command cadre. cadres. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like you're spamming 50-man units of this stuff. But if you have a couple 20-man squads of Grenadiers, it's not a bad shout on them. 30 points to get a lot of shots with pinning. I take that. You're getting reliable damage out because you're at least poison on either three or a two for the vulnus which is essentially the sniper rifle um you have a shot at pinning people which i think is really important in army like this because you don't want people fighting you 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 win this battle by having too many for them to get through or them not being able to enact their plan so if you can pin even a unit in a round that's huge yep um, oh. And even the Volkite option is great because the Volkite Serpent does two shots. Yes. So uh, if you have um, this paired up with the jump guys, that's four shots a guy at strength five with the flag rate or with, you know, poison three up and pinning. So this pairs really nicely with the survivors. If yeah. you remember last edition, this is essentially survivors split into two parts. It had a part where you gained the vehicles and a part where you gained um, higher tier weapons. It's now two sections because it was such an obvious pick before. Now it's a little less obvious exactly what you want to do because you're giving up other stuff. Um, and then we also have the heirlooms of past glory, a force commander in a detachment's providence. Make sure you power a power weapon for a paragon blade or a last pistol for an archaeotech pistol. 
either of these options or 10 points. I th it's the all Paragon right. Blade, the Paragon Blade is good for 10 points is really good here if if but your guy is anywhere where he wants to be in combat. I mean, there's at least a way to get AP to close combat. That's fair. Yeah, you don't you're not having it otherwise. And because the Paragon's what, plus one strength? Yes. Yeah, so that's I mean, uh, for, for as cheap as it is, getting out initiative, um, AP two and instant death on a six, that's I, I like that. If you're taking Army of Old Knight, I think that to me, I take that upgrade for him and just you know see if it ever happens. Have fun, <laughs> just have fun. Yeah, you got points to play with. So yeah, needle cannons are fun though. I yeah. saw um, uh, there's a guy Peter who plays Sisters of Silence. Um, Mm. And he uses a lot of needle guns because Sister Sons are known for their needle guns and needle cannons. Ugh. They do work. Between the poisoned and the and the just sheer amount of shots and the pinning, it's just oof. It's disgusting. Yeah. Now, I, th this one feels feels very strong. If you want to take those units, if you want to be able to shoot your opponent down, this feels like a very strong option for you. All right. Uh, Dan, why don't you tell us about Feral Warriors? Yay, Beastmen. So if you ever wanted to play Beastmen in Heresy, this is how you do it. Um, so, And for those who don't know the joke, they, so there are actual stories of Beastmen Militia Guard that are loyalist and also chaos. Um, mostly because the Beastmen were mutants. They were abhumans, essentially. Um, some fell to chaos and some actually fought for the Emperor, so... Fun side fact. Anyway, these are Feral Warriors. All eligible units and models gain a bonus of plus one to their weapon skill characteristic for the duration of any player turn in which they make a successful charge. Um, and I think most people are weapon skill three, so this might yes. boost them. Um, I'm not sure. Is there, I mean, anyone, just do me a favor. Just check to see if anyone's weapon skill four. I don't know. Um, I'll keep reading. The leader though. is, of course. Okay. However, an eligible unit that is beginning, uh, however, an eligible unit that begins the controlling player's assault phase within 12 inches or more of an enemy unit, must have a charge declared for it, though the controlling player may choose the target of the charge. So you always be charging, basically. ABC. Always be charging. However, the cool part about this is any model uh, eligible to benefit from this province may upgrade a basic close combat weapon to a chain axe for two points or a chain sword for one point. Uh, Ogrins are weapon skill four. Oh, so we got weapons go five yeah. on the charge. And, and, and they have the rule militia, so this would affect them. Yep. Ooh. And their strength five base will go to six with a chain axe. Yeah, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. And wait, what do you mean ogrins? Don't you mean bulgors? <laughs> no, yeah, they're ogre. It's, a, it's an ogre and brute squad. No, I know, but what I'm saying is you could use uh, the bulgor models. For oh, this. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. If you're going full, if you're going for, full beastman. Never yeah, go this full beastman. Yeah, you always go full base. You need you discipline masters to put the uh, shock collars on them, keep them in line. <laughs> always go full moo moo. Yeah. No, I love that, this. That's, this is great. That's literally this about is... the only thing that is weapon skill four, though, other than like yeah, a character or stuff like that. Yeah, I just went through everything. That's the only one. Yeah, I right. still love it though. <laughs> oh yeah, no, this is I think one of the very very viable options. All right, you know, so feral warriors backed uh... up by tanks is pretty cool. Yeah, so so this whole spot here is all of the essentially abhumor or close abhumor stuff. Because the next one is kinfolk helots, which are, an, as it says, an acceptable level of uh, mutation. Ah, uh. <laughs> that, that's what the the thing says. This is the acceptable level. 
Um, all eligible units and models receive an increase of plus one to their toughness, but also lower their initiative and movements by minus one to a minimum of one. Um, if your move zero, you're not affected or anything like that. Um, all eligible models in the detachment with this providence and the character unit subtype gain the Bowsmith six up special rule. Or if they have the independent character special rule, they get Bowsmith five up. Um, excuse me. You cannot take this in conjunction with Ogre and Conscript's Providence, which we are going to get to. So they don't let you do this with essentially your other Ogren bonuses. But so this that will way, apply to yeah. Ogrens. Yes. It's taken normally. So yes. you'll have toughness six Ogrens with this. Oh my. Yeah. The the other one's gonna let you take them as like troops and stuff like that. So you don't get troops, toughness six troop ogrens. That's what this thing stops. Yeah. But um, if you're a fan of stunties and you're not a fan of the nerf they are allegedly receiving in 10th edition, <laughs> guess what? Guess what? I got oh, a gift just for no. you. Oh, poor Gavin. Oh, that, that yeah. sucks. I felt sorry, though. It was real. Yeah. For what? I'm sorry? So, um, a slight side note, uh, for those who are looking at the, you know, the, the 10th edition releases, right? Like they're previewing all the armies. Yeah. They previewed the Votan and the Votan got, um, we're not sure. They were the effectively squatted in terms yeah. of, um, viability. They're still yeah. in the game, huh. but their viability right. got completely. Now mind you, we only saw like four or five rules. That. Uh, that was last week. Okay, I might have just missed it. Yeah, Votan was last week. They did Mechanicus today, and I think Eldar are tomorrow. Eldari, sorry. (laughs) Trademark. Yeah, but they effectively got shit on a little bit. Because they basically said we got rid of Grudgement tokens. And people were like, what? (laughs) I'm okay with it. it, It's up in the air to see what do they put in its stead. So... I, every every group has people freaking out about the things they see, and that's understandable. It, it's tough when you are only told a little bit of something, yes, and some repeat. people's little bits feel a lot better than other people's little bits, which causes concern, and I, I fully understand that. I'll put it yeah. this way. The squat little bit they gave us was mm. for everyone ex- that isn't playing squats. Like, don't worry. You'll get to play past turn three. <laughs> Turn two, turn three. When is it that they really take off? I think it's around there. Usually, yes. Because for one, they're handing out their tokens. Turn two, they're using it. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. All right, Steve, why don't you tell us about these other abhumans? Yeah, the abhuman muster. Okay. This is for uh, this is for beastmen proper. So all eligible units and models receive an increase of plus one to their strength, but lower their ballistic skill by one to a minimum of one. If they don't already have bulky, they gain bulky too. So good luck getting into transport. All models with Providence and the character subtype gain Hammer Wrath 1 because they have giant horns on their head or something like that. And if they're independent character or monstrous, they gain Hammer Wrath 2 instead. You cannot take this with Ogren Conscripts. This is Beastmen. It literally says in the fluff yeah. blurb, Beastmen. Yep. Um, I don't think there's much else to say. I mean, it, it's, it, it's, it's Goat Boys. It's the Bird Boys. It's It's... It's all the, the people that are also animals. So this would be a great yeah. way to represent your friend Rissians. Yeah. All your space very, wolf neophytes. It goes very well with uh, Kinfolk, the other one we talked about, because you get extra strength after toughness. You're a little slower and don't shoot as well. But if you are going for more of combat, 
it might take you a little bit longer to get there, but you are going to survive a lot better and actually be able to hurt some people when you get in. Like Alternatively, that. go Feral Warriors, get another strength off the Chain Axe. Mm. That's what I was going to say. And you extra Feral Warriors skill. and Abhuman. Mm -hmm. Feral Warriors and Abhuman would be my favorite. Mm. So now your average guy is swinging at strength 5, weapon skill 4 with Shrek. That's not bad. Um, that's mm. Force to hit, and then threes re-rolling to wound. Not terrible. Not terrible at all. And all it costs is your ability to get inside a tank. And, and shoot. Hey, we weren't hey, doing you, that anyway. Hey, yeah, we weren't, I was going to say. 50-50, no, and then instead you're going to orc types of shooting. It's, it's a difference. This wow. is also a great way to represent orcs. If you've got a ton of boys lying around not doing much... Yeah. All right. So we're up to uh, Debased Rabble. Uh, I like the name of it. Um, yeah. So they, they were driven mad by warp infected influences around them. Um, you have to be a traitor to take this. Or not? Yeah. <laughs> um, all eligible units and models with this province gain the Crusader and Hatred Everything special rule. However, they must always declare a charge targeting an enemy if they're able. Um, your grenadier squads may not be taken in attachments, which uses this province, and it may not be taken in junction with the survivors of the Dark Age. They just they figure that would just be too strong. So, yeah, pretty and much. you don't get grenadiers for this as well. So, I mean, this I think is only useful if you take it. So, Crusader and Hatred. You want to be in combat, so you want something that helps your combat. The Abhuman Muster, maybe, or Feral Warriors. You, Since you're already having the charge anyway, get extra weapon skill. You have to take something else that's going to help your combat. Because otherwise, this is just going to be a detriment. So, all right. um, Dan is to Tainted Flesh. All right, we're getting super chaosy now. This oh, yeah. providence may only be selected by an army with the Traitor Allegiance. All eligible units and models receive the Fear 1 and Furious Charge 1 special rule. However, the detachment compulsory troops must be filled by Imperiali, Imperialist Militia Levy squads, and it may not have more infantry units except HQ choices of other types than it has Imperialist Militia Levy squads in total. And it gives an example. If you have three, um, you can have three of another kind, essentially. The only HQ choices the detachment may take may be an Imperialist Militia Force Commander, and a Militia Rogue Psyker entry. And you cannot take this with Dark Age, Genecraft, Organ Concepts, or Alchem Jacker Province. Okay. Yeah. This this Does this couple with the uh, warrior Warlord trait of another Fear one? So if it's two instances of Fear at the same tier, they do not stack. No. God you take it. the better of Fears. Okay. Yeah. But Furious Charge is extra strength, which you pair with your Power Axe, or not Power Axe, you know, Chain Axe chain or whatever. Axe. Like, there's combos here, too. You know? Yeah, it, it's playing again into wanting to do more close combat, or at least with the Levy Squads, and the Levy Squads are the ones that you can take just tons top. and tons of. Um, kind of have to. Ones that it, stop? it didn't stop the, the Levy, uh, Clan Folk Levy. Oh, you know, so it didn't stop Clan Folk uh, Levy, the base travel. Yeah. Which, and uh, yeah. hatred helps a lot with getting those lances to hit. Like a lot. Yes, it does. They're only good on the turn you charge. 
and Hatred's yeah. the turn you charge. So you just really stack it as high as you can that turn. Makes sense to me. Yeah. No, because then you're actually, especially like I said, it's it's AP three, brutal two. So if someone's in three up saves, you can actually win that combat now. You can really take them down. And I want to say it was it was Furious Charge. I forget it was one or two. So you could actually, if it's Furious Charge two, was it Furious Charge two? I'm trying to look real fast. Uh, where is it? There it is. Oh, sorry, Sudden Strike two. So. Yeah. Turning charge plus two initiative. Yeah, no. Yeah. That um, means now you're at five. You're going faster than most of the people in a three up save. It really is the horse heresy. The horse hearsay. Just talk about Ogren conscripts. <laughs> Ogren conscripts. You get uh, militia, Ogren, brute squads as troop choices. If they're compulsory choices, they gain line. So only compulsory, not the others. Discipline masters, Medicaid, and force commanders. May join the Ogun Root squads, ignoring normal restrictions. And everyone else says they don't work with this. This doesn't list the other ones that doesn't work with it. It doesn't point like it works in both directions. The limitations it doesn't have all the things keyed in here. So you can't pair this with Fear and Furious Charge. You can't pair this with you know the other ones. Yeah, the the, the Ogun one is the one that's most restricted. But there's still some good close combat style options that you have for this one. Too bad yeah. Dan sold his ogre army because they would just uh, perfect, just whoosh, yep, to go. Much. Yeah, yeah, those yeah, call them feral warriors. You'd you'd have it right there. There's there's some other ones that actually wouldn't be bad either. Um, that one might be one of the biggest though. But all right, uh, where are we? There we are. Um, all right, industrial stronghold. A detachment with this province may include up to two additional heavy support choices, but they have to be filled with Lehman Russes. In addition, all militia Lehman Russ units in this detachment gain the following option. Um, an Imperial, uh, sorry, an Imperialist militia Lehman Russ unit may include up to five more Lehman Russes for 120 points each. Um, you can't take it with Unending Horde, Debased Rabble, Tainted Flesh, or Ogren Conscripts. So you can't have an army of just Ogrens and need Lehman Russes. But if you Damn want lots shame. of Lehman Russes and Damn big shame. squads of Lehman Russes, <laughs> then you can do this. Are they naturally squadroned in this? No, not in this list. Oh, okay, and so this is how you actually take squads. Don't then, yeah. forget, this is in addition to um, the normal force org, which means now you could bring a casual 18 Lehman Russes in an allied detachment. Yeah. And they're, and they're cheap. So if you if you want a lot of them or happen to have a lot of them, you can absolutely get this guy one done. And you can put some good options on them. They have Gravis last cannons, auto cannons. Like you don't have to just stick with the battle cannon. You can you can vary up to what you want without adding points, or you can add some points. And they won't give up victory points. No. All right. Um that gives I don't is there another the last I don't one? Know what, yeah, I for that one though, the industrial stronghold, I don't I guess you would just the other one you would take would just be like what else you want your army to do because none of these other ones really affected vehicles that we saw. So yeah, you got pretty a lot much of this is there. the I like Lehman Russes button, and the yeah. other thing doesn't really matter. I mean, Lehman Russes plus drills could be funny with survivors, or if you want Lehman Russes mm. backing up your admec, you take Cyber Augmentic, so you have the better ally level, and then your admec guys could repair Lehman Russes, I guess. 
or you do it with um, Kinfolk Helots, and your squad sergeants can fix them on a six. It's not good yeah. odds, but at least you get to you know roll the dice and try. Yeah, clan folk, you can take just horses and and Lehman Russes, just really get some movement going. But all right, uh, Dan has unending horde. Ooh, and that sounds like fun. Yeah. A detachment with the Providence grants the Endless Horde 4 plus special rule to all models and the Imperial uh, Infantry squads. Levy squads, but all Imperial Militia Grenadier squads can only be selected as an elite choice. So essentially, Grenadiers become elite, um, but this gives it to all Militia Infantry and Levy. So what the hell's Endless Hordes? Oh, is this the comeback? Yeah, it is. Yeah, this is when the a comeback. Unit comp- yep, yep, pretty much. When a unit composed entirely of models with a special rule has its last model removed as a casualty, the controlling player may choose to roll a d6 on a result equal to or greater than the value in the bracket, so in this case, a 4+. plus. Uh, a unit identical to that one uh, that was removed as casualties with all models and wargies listed in the controlling player's army roster is placed in reserve and treated as a new unit. On any other res- result, the unit is removed as casualties with no further effect. Any victory points that would be scored for the unit removed as casualties are unaffected and scored as normal. And any new unit uh, that enters reserves may be used to score victory points if also removed as casualties. Furthermore, if a new unit placed in reserves due to this special rule is later removed from play as casualties, it too can be returned to reserves instead of being removed from play using the special rule. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. A unit with the special rule has been joined by a model after during deployment, such as via the Among the Ranks, Mission Militia Medicaid Support, or independent character, and is subsequently entirely removed its casualties and then returned to reserves instead of being removed, does not retain the models that have joined it when it returned to reserves, such as models, uh, such models are casualties and do not return to play. It's just the base unit. None of the, thing, the none, of the, none of the extra peoples that you put in it. 50-50 shot to bring shit back. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Uh, doesn't work on everything, but it works on some of these units that you Hopefully want. Hopefully you're not the... playing a kill point mission. Well, that's where to say you may. You don't have to do this. Pair it with Lehman Russes. Here's 100 infantry. No, you oh, can't. They all died. It specifically says you... Oh, oh yeah, I see it now. Yeah, yeah the it. Lehman Russ one. And also, it only works on the infantry squad, which is a troop yeah. choice. Yep. And oh, Lenny's no, squad. I know. Well, yeah. got, you have a tr- uh, troop tax. You might as well get it back for free. But it, alas, but alas, it was not to be. But for 100 points, uh, you can throw some extra points, but for 100 points, you can have 50, a 50-man squad, a levy squad, and then 50-50 chance that you just bring them back. Um, and the levy squads never give victory points. They have, they have some other stuff, but they never they give They have line, points. right? Are they line? Um, they are not line. Uh I'm not so worried about line. You want some line, but you know, most of these missions, you don't need much of it. Listen, uh, 50 bodies for a hundred points. You don't really need line all that much. No, I'm not worried about scoring an objective with them. I'm just going to keep you from scoring it. At least that's what I'm going to try and do. All right. Um, I think we know which one Dan's favorite is. That's clear. Duh. (laughs) Yeah. I would probably pick Armory of Old Knight because I I I like the variety of options that it gives you and being able to pin and poison weapons I think are really big for what I would want to do with an army. What about you, I Steve? Is there any in particular I really like? I struggle so much in this one with the new version because yeah. everything I want to do is like a three thing combo. 
and yes. you only get two. Um. Ah oh man, so like the, the idea of putting guys in drills is always something I'm you know a fan of. Hmm. Um, Volkite squad, something I'm always a fan of. Um, in the past, I'm just a huge. I was really a proponent for um the Alchem Jackers, and I still think it's a pretty solid option if you want to have a gun line list just because it keeps you from falling back and you put friends on on your counter assault units yeah um it's hard to pick just one though because like i want to do so many armies based off this not because they're good because the ideas are fun they do um, that very well yes I, I do looking through this i don't think you even have to pick one because i mean obviously in an army you would pick two they, they lend enough towards each other where i can see good combinations and then other ones i'm curious if they would work as a combination you know like a, a fair warriors with like i said ab human muster we talked about how that okay that that is a good combination but you read throws i wonder if some other one there's some that are obviously bad ones uh mine should lose a skill but hey armory of all night wants guns no that's bad but other ones are just interesting choices like if they would actually work or not hmm. but i, I this this is really going to inform you of what type of army you are going to build. And I think that's why they suggest you to figure it out first, because if, if you know, Oh, these are the abilities I want. Okay. Then go look at the, either the units they talk about, or as you look through what units will help. If you're giving people plus one strength, you don't care about giving plus one strength to a unit. That's really only goal is to shoot and they can't fight their way out of wet paper bag, making the bag be able to be a little stronger. Isn't going to help. You know, so I, I, there's a lot of really good options. It's going to take a bit to, to go through all of that for sure. All right. Um, that actually took a little less time than I thought. It took quite a bit, but there was tons and tons of options. But that gets us to the last three HQ units. Um, I know Dan said he wanted the Psyker. No, no, no give that he one was taking the Psyker. I got so, the Psyker. Do you want the Master Cadre then or the Command Cadre then? I'll take the Command. I don't know what either does, but I'll okay. Command sounds That's fine. cooler. All right, so the Discipline Master Cadre. Um, like I said, the, these are your veterans going in there, um, instilling order into all of them. Uh, he can either be on foot or mounted. Um. He's move six if on foot or 14 if he's mounted. All of his other stats are going to stay the same. It's weapon skill four, blizzard skill strength, toughness, initiatives are all three. He's got two wounds, two attacks, eight leadership, a five up save because um, he's got flak armor on. He's militia and a character, of course. He's got a basic close combat weapon. He can have a last pistol or auto pistol. He has frag grenades and his armor. He is a support squad, so he cannot be your required HQ choice. Um, the, uh, are any of the other ones allowed to be? No. Nope. Ah, okay. My apologies. I didn't notice that till now. We talked about, oh, do you take this main guy? No, you take him because you have to. Force commander, you have to. You don't have a choice otherwise. Um, all right. So that makes it easier. You know, you have a force commander, so you will always have these rules attached. Um, he has, uh, instill order and among the ranks. Um, you can get up to 11 more Discipline Masters. Um, they can take Melt-A-Bombs if you want. They could take Carapace Armor, so up their armor or get an Invul save with a Refractor Field. Some different types of pistols. They can get a close combo weapon like a Chainsword or Power Weapon. 
you can put them on a horse, like we said, for 20 points. And if they're mounted, then they could take the lance. Um, for the instant order, if a unit that has this model um, fails a morale check, a reroll can be made. If so, they take D3 wounds at AP dash. Um, they can, they're allocated by you, but you can't put it on your independent characters, the discipline master or the medical or the Medicaid that have joined this. So this is that reroll we talked about. So one warlord trait lets you just pass. This is your reroll fees. And among the ranks, um, like I said, it, it's selected like any other unit. It's a single force org and you can bought by up to 12 of them in that one force org. Um, but before the first turn begins, they get deployed into other units. It's the same way your Medicaid, all these other sort of things work. Um, other little bits has to be models with the infantry type and militia subtype, unless you're upgraded to the mounted. And then you have to go into the cavalry squad. Uh, you get no more than one in a unit. He's part of it, can never leave. Um, if the unit's removed as a casualty, then he's removed as well. If there's victory points, he doesn't give victory points. The unit may, but he does not. Um, he gains all their special rules, um, other than like bitter duty or something weird like that. Um, and no other special workers. So he is your 20-point way to get rerolls on your leadership. And to get maybe a, a, a different weapon in there if you wanted a blast pistol or a needle pistol or someone with a power weapon. But I guess this is more of like your low level. Or I guess, yeah, really a, a, another commissar. Here's your regular commissars. The other one was a warlord trait commissar, but this is everyone can be a commissar. Not, not much to say about this guy. He is useful. Your leadership is pretty garbage. Getting rerolls is nice and he's cheap. So overall good. And if you can fit them, I can absolutely see that you might take some of these guys, especially if you have an Imperial Guard army. You probably already have a bunch of commissars. Now you just have more. We might actually finish faster than I thought, because that <laughs> takes us that takes us to the rogue side. Because there's not really much more you can yep. say about the guy. You know, That's if if you if he's important, take a bunch. If you like him. Yeah. Um so Rogue Psyker. Yes. Fifty points. Gets you a rogue psyker with movement six, weapon skill two, ballistic skill two, strength and toughness three, two wounds, initiative three, and attack and leadership seven. You got a combat weapon and a, either a last pistol or an auto pistol. Not the best war gear. You're a militia, you're a psyker, you're a character. Um, for special rules, you're an independent character for the rogue psyker. You are a support squad. The rogue psyker is, lo and behold, a rogue psyker and has fear <laughs> one and it's traitor locked. You could also add up to nine militia wardens to the unit for five points apiece. Um, so for extra 45 points, you have a, a 95 point unit that's just a bunch of wounds attached to a psyker. Now you're not joining squads, so all those militia wardens are there, but you know, they could take some more gear options. The wardens may replace their last pistols or combat weapons with blast pistols for two points, chain swords for two points, shotguns for free. Stub carbines for free and last carbines for free. The rogue psyker can replace one of their weapons for a force weapon for 10 points. The hilarious thing I kind of want to do is have a squad with nine wardens, all two blast pistols apiece. All right. So what's the going to a blast pistol? What's the good and bad for this? Why is um, that uh... strength six, two shots each? So that's four mm. strength, six shots per guy. 
That's about it. It's just funny. Is True. I mean, probably not. But, but well, it's an option. Here's the other thing, though. It's it's still cheap. This the, the good in this army. I think when we're gonna go, when we're all said and done, the very last thing we'll say once we go through the last Lord of War choice and everything, is that you're really cheap. So the concept of good is is a pretty low bar. This is true. you know you're several hundred points for all of that, and you have your psyker. Yeah, overall, I think that is objectively good. You you know you you just have other things that you might want to do, but no. Overall, though, yeah, I I, I do like that. Although your psyker on leadership seven is going to hurt. Oh yeah, to get into that, don't I? So yeah, your psyker, he's a rogue psyker. He has the, the anathemata psychic discipline, and may not any other disciplines, powers, or weapons. Um, as anathemata, you gain breach the veil and void darts and etheric lightning as your spells. Um, the uh, etheric lightning is your generic one from the rulebook. Um, if you include one or more rogue psychers, you get up to three non-compulsory troops released from the Runestorm Demon Army list or the Bound Demon Supplementary Army list. You, um, the, the maximum number of units is always three, regardless of the number of rogue psychers. You pay three points and occupy the Force Oryx um, chart as the psyker, but must begin the battle in reserves and may only enter play by Breach the Veil. No reserve rolls are made for these units. Breach the veil lets you pull the unit, and essentially, um, they basically do a fake deep strike. You place a three-inch marker within twelve mm. inches, three from enemy units. Um, you can make a psychic check. If you, if you fail the check, you scatter it. If you pass the check, it does not scatter. Once you get the final location, you deploy one of the units in reserve onto the battlefield. Um, you could choose to place zero if you yeah. want. Don't know why you go through all that effort because you then just remove the warp rift marker and it doesn't actually do anything. Um, the demons that you bring in may be interceptored as normal, but they act as normal shooting phase and may charge afterwards. Cool. So you get to pull demons out of your reserves as long as they're in the special reserves for this, right? Yes. Or is it any? Demon. I'm sorry. It could what be is, what is any. De- it could be any Ruinstorm Demon unit in reserves. Yes. It doesn't have to be one you bring through the discipline. In theory. Uh, oh, okay. I see what you mean. Does it have to be the one of the ones that he brought? Yeah. No, because it just gives you the breach, the veil, which yeah. they must come in that way. But mm-hmm. your normal demons, if you're bringing it in some other way could do the same i i don't there's nothing here that says you couldn't because we know breach the veil lets demons just come in anyway yeah okay so cool so he's got that and then we got the void darts range 18 strength 5 ap4 assault 12 is a pretty good number they are psychic with deflagrant and psychic focus so if you psychic focus them um you must take a psychic check yeah that means you have to take a psychic check to use this power yeah and sanctic means they wound demons on twos and invul saves for demons have to be re-rolled. Strength five, though, not bad. Strength five, 12 shots to flag rate. That's all that's you know, it's half a squad of Volkite all by himself. Just hey, for but... you know, hurting his head a little bit. Maybe popping like a balloon. Who knows? And 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 just about 50-50 that you'll get the power. 
It's like a 55%, I think, for a seven. Yeah, it's a tiny bit um, more because you get all the sevens. Do not put him near that one warlord because the fear is going to hurt him quite yes. a bit. Or you make him the warlord and cause... Oh, wait, he already causes fear. Never mind. Fear cancels yes. fear. Yeah. So it's actually not a concern at all. Beautiful. So uh, don't do this at night. No, no, wait until it's not night fighting anymore. Yeah. Because otherwise you will fail. Um, It's at least nice that the Wardens don't have a rule of just killing the Psyker if he perils. That's at least nice. Because I know if you go to 40k, there was all, or, and, and all, there was always rules about certain things like that where they would just destroy the Psyker. But, all right. Um, If you want to bring demons, this is a great option. If you want some psychic powers, it's it's not the attack is nice and at least he's cheap but this is a great way if you want to bring in some other forces like demons all right that takes us to the militia command cadre that dan said he was going to talk about yep so militia command cadre is 45 points okay so it's more expensive than yours uh you have a lieutenant yep. who seems to be a little better he's movement six weapon skill four blow skill four and then three three toughness and strength Two wounds, three initiative, two attacks, leadership seven, five up save. Uh, he has four bodyguards, basically the same stats. They just are weapon skill and ballista skill three. They go down to one wound, one attack, and leadership six. Um, they're both infantry. One's a, the character is lieutenant. Um, they're armed with a basic close combat weapon, last pistol, auto pistol, last gun, auto rifle, frag grenades, crack grenades, flak armor. Fla- is that... You are yep. cut off. Oh, okay. I like it's my computer. Okay, I thought I was going crazy. They have support squad and household retinue. Uh, support squad probably means they can't. That's a legion rule. I don't know no, no, no. Support squad just means that you can't be the mandatory choice. Ah, got it. Yeah, everyone Shh. but the overall leader of this has that rule. So you got have it. to take a force commander no matter what. Got it. Got it. All right. And then household retinue is probably he has their retinue squad. Uh, they may squad. be taken as a retinue. Yeah, yeah, they're allowed to be. They're not forced to be. To all right, no problem. And of course, if they are, the leader can't leave voluntarily. Blah blah blah. It seems like it's the same rule. Um, let's see here. You can take up to an addition fifteen additional militia bodyguards for eight points each. God, they're so cheap. Um, melt bombs five points for the lieutenant. DK refractor yeah. field five points. Uh, it seems like he has bolt pistol, blast pistol. What was the blast pistol again? Strength six, two shots. Yeah. 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 Plasma pistol, chainsword, power weapon, power fist. You can take a nut seal box. Okay. Okay. So here's, you know, take a military standard. You have some shotguns. So to cover that real fast, the militia standard, I was looking I, this up I, earlier, hmm. it gives you plus one to combat resolution and stubborn. This oh, for like the nice. company standard gives that squad stubborn. Got it. Um, okay. The 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 unit vexillias just give plus one to combat res. It does God. not okay. give you the d6 on fallbacks like the marine and solar ox ones do. All right, you can give everyone shotguns, which is hilarious. Uh, stub carbines, las carbines, bolt guns, bayonets for one point. Uh, let's see here. Ah, one militia bodyguard in the squad. Oh, wait, only one militia bodyguard in the squad? Yes. Yep. Makes change. So wait, one out of 20. Okay, just checking. Yep. So one may take a heavy stubber, grenade launcher, long laser sniper rifle, flamer, mouth gun, plasma gun. And 
20 points for Carapace. Carapace is a four up? Yeah, you yeah. get a four up. Uh, and you get a for the entire squad. Yeah. Because eight points that gets deleted instantly by a bolter is not a well spent eight points. No. Uh, Dan's like, and these are so and cheap. And I'm looking at the stat squad. line and I'm like, that's not a good stat line. And if it's, I'll say, if it's so. 20 points for the entire squad and you bulk out the squad, it's what, two points a model? It's not bad. Um, I mean, it's a command squad. No, if, if, you can get it to one point a model. If you fill out the squad, it's a point a guy. Oh, it's a point a guy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. Makes everyone um, essentially nine points. I think that's mandatory. Yes. Yeah, that's I agree. Not, yeah. You, you'll, you will have a save that way. Otherwise, often you will not. Get the, I don't they, yeah. think you give them a special weapon. Maybe a melt gun. If Maybe I give them anything, gun? it would be the melt gun. I wouldn't bother with any of the others. Yeah, I'm not saying that I would, but if I was going to, it like would if I had a spare 15 gun. points and I didn't want to spend it on anything else. Well, it's not a bad option because this melt guns are useful. Um, and and you, what you're going to notice in a lot of these squads, it's not like you're taking a bunch of them. Grenadiers can take two. Instead of this unit taking one, it's not, you don't have like a melt-a-gun squad here. So sprinkling them throughout, if you want them, that's the only way you're going to really get them or some of these other special weapons. They don't have the, the, um, the same way some of these other armies do. And remember, if you take survivors, you can put them in a drill or a land raider or a rhino. It really is drills and land raiders you're looking at. And if you're taking drills, there's a, your additional melt-a-guns. They can fire, take down the vehicle these guys fire inside it gives you some options to play okay. with could they take volkite's needle weapons with the um armory of old knight uh militia command cut it depends on if they're one of the ones listed i i i, I have are. this document open twice i feel like i need it three times <laughs> so that way i can follow yep, com- all command the- cadres yep <laughs> yeah they could take relic oh, arms for there. 30 points they could take it i so, take a big squad, get them to four up armor saves. You can give them that. Um, so, which one? What did they replace? They could take um, last gun. So, what do they come with? Base. Last, last gun. guns and last pistols. So they you could can go to that. Swap both. So they could get like a needle rifle and a Volkite Serpenta, for example, if you wanted to. Yeah. Well, they upgrade last guns to assault needlers. I like the assault needlers a lot. I like the assault needlers on these guys for sure. The other options they don't because you need like sniper rifles or or heavy weapons. Well, they they do have have a sniper rifle in there. You can buy it. I don't know if I want to buy it. I mean, a Volkite Culvern is a pretty good gun. I think I go assault needlers though with these guys. And if I I have the spare points, maybe I upgrade one of the the, you know the heavy you know, maybe I take a heavy stubber so I can upgrade it to like say a needle cannon but I don't I do like them with assault needlers I well, think they could cool actually do quite a bit of work there is you switch both weapons the las gun and yes. the las pistol so I would do assault needlers for the las guns and volkite serpentos for the las pistols yeah do you can decide that... what you truly need at the time exactly because sometimes you just need the strength five and there's no way around it yeah especially yeah, if you're going at something that the that isn't going to care as much about poison or something else shot already pinned or anything like that or sometimes you just want the deflagrate uh you know i'm not gonna it'll be nice and easy for me to wound you and i just gotta hope i get more and more through you know if the pinning is not the concern but yeah i would upgrade that and now now here's a 
special weapon squad. And this is one of the ones that can get into the, uh, yeah, this is the command cadre, right? Yes. Yep. So survivors of the dark age. Yeah. You can put them in a termite assault drill, pop out. My drill takes out your vehicle. Then these guys fire at the juicy bits inside. Um, you can only go up to 10. You couldn't go up to the 20, but you are talking about weapons that get multi shots. So I, I, I like that as an idea. Or you do legacy and get them plus one ballistic skill. Ooh, legacy so paired with um, legacy of the Great Crusade, which is the second one on the list, paired with Armory of the Old Knights, so that those uh, needle rifles actually hit. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think that's another good option as well. So I mean, though, where like you always want three of them, not just two. You're always yes. so close to getting like the build you want. It's like, ah, but I need that one other piece. I understand why they didn't, because otherwise, otherwise there's you some could, You could tailor it. Yes, you could tailor into exactly what I want. But the big problem is a pen is only ten inches, so you'd have to get there. It makes it a little bit tough. Though the extra ballistic skill means you are getting the hits through, which is really big. Um, for the needle, what's Where's its distance? Where are you? There it is. Um, the assault needler, 18 inches. So it's got a little bit more range and more shots. Um, if I'm not taking the drill, I kind of like the needler better. If I am taking the drill, then I might use the other one. But the the Serpenta, you, you could have both. But you just got to get so close is the problem. But I think it's still a good option. All right. All right. Well, that gets us through all the HQ options that puts us to some final thoughts. If anyone in particular would like to start with where we are, um, we haven't gotten to too many units, but we have discussed them at least a little bit. Did we forget to mention how they allied to other things? Um, I think we forget. Forget is a strong word. That skip is a word. It. I like better. It sounds, yeah. so it sounds more intentional. Yeah. So it's on the, uh, in designers note page, page four. Short version is they use the line on the table for um, the Imperial Army faction. They are considered their own sub-faction of Imperialis Militia. Okay, that's cool. Um, But here's the thing. It doesn't define how Militia, sorry, Imperial Army allies with Imperial Army. It just states that um, on page 5, that if you have kinfolk helots, apu and muster, or ogan conscripts, then you're distrusted allies by everyone, including solar auxilia detachments. But if you're not um, kinfolk helot, apu and muster, or ogan conscripts, it never actually defines what level of alliance you are with solar auxilia. And then custodies treat all detachments from these guys as by the emperor's command. <laughs> They are actively your opponent. Yeah. Um, normally, an army, for all intents and purposes, because the problem is they're coming out of the same position. And normally, you can't do that. But they expressly mention, hey, when this army goes with this army, so we know you absolutely can. To my mind, if you were a solar ox, I would just go straight to the highest level. The reason being, if I was a particular Space Marine army, and I had more of that same exact Space Marine army, I'm at that level. If you're not telling me to be lower, I don't see why you wouldn't. To me, you are expressly saying the different levels 
for um, if what's the highest one? Sworn Brothers. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. If you're not Sworn Brothers, then you'd have to tell me what you are. And that's what the other ones have done. So I would say you're just, yeah, you're Sworn Brothers with Solar Ox. I mean, you're humans with other humans. I think that's fine. As long as you don't have any of the ab human stuff in it. And it's not breaking. It, it, you're not going to be breaking this faction if you let like their characters come into these units or vice versa. Um, all right. No, that was a good catch, though, because I, I did think halfway through. I'm like, oh, we never talked about that. Probably should. And I forgot about it. Um, well, <laughs> since you had those thoughts, Steve, do you have any other thoughts as we close this out? Um, what we've seen so far. This is a great way to bust out those old fantasy battle armies. As, yeah, I, keep pretty much. as I keep mentioning horses and um, Napoleonics. Maybe even Napoleonic horses. Who knows? Um, I feel like there, I'll have more to say when we get more into the meat of it. There's a lot of warlord traits to pick from. There's a lot of combinations of unit that you have, you know, um, buffs you could give. It's 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 a very very open um, open field of options, and you're going to find that you have more options in this list than you do in the solar auxilia list, but you have so little staying power. I th- I think that's the so far. That's sort of the name of the game is just options. You have tons of choices. You, you, you start here, you know, you know that you had to take a force commander. You know, you're going to be taking two principles. So figure out those, then go back and look, Hey, what warlord trait kind of fits this? What, 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 what would work well? Okay. Let me do that. And then you go to the other units and then you say, okay, well, this is what I want. Which are the right units? Cause it, um, it kind of spoiler right here. They don't have tons and tons of units. You know, this isn't an army that has like 30 unit choices. Oh, if you want the ones that are close combat, there's some obvious options to look there. You want Ogrins? Yeah. Okay. So the Ogre one, let me grab a bunch of Ogrins. Um, we were talking Lord of the Rings earlier. So I started looking at their horses, you know, not, not the, I wouldn't do it for the cost V points necessarily. Um, but since we were talking about that, I'm like, look at this. I'm like, eh, that, that could work. They're, uh, they're Knights of Rivendell have, uh, have essentially what you could call some, the, like the militia Lance and all. Um, it's hard to know all the details at this point, but you at least have a lot of options. And depending on what you want to build, you're going to find a way to do it. Whether you're going to do it well, I'm not sure if this army is going to do anything well, but you're going to have a bunch of bodies and you're going to have fun. Um, how about you, Dan? Any other thoughts? Uh, this, I just like it because I read, I think it was the Siege of Terra book that had Beastmen storming the walls. Um, that, that sounds the Siege right. of Terra. Yeah, and it was just really cool. I mean, I sold all my Beastmen, God, years ago now. At this point, it was pre-COVID. Oh, yeah, I do remember um, those. They were yeah, real. Yeah, I had a lot, too. That was one of my probably, besides my custodians, probably one of my bigger armies. Although now the demons, I think, are taking that place. Uh, for I don't know. I, I don't even know if um, Steve knows about that army. Probably that, not. I don't. Th- yeah. I didn't see you actually play it or use it much. Well, I used it mostly for Sigmar. Steve, do you know about oh, yeah. my uh, Beastman army that I used? I remember you mentioned it, but I don't think I've ever yeah. actually experienced it. Was, so it. remember how I told you I got dwarves for super cheap at Bazaar Bazaar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the same with Beastman. I had like somewhere upwards of two hundred just bestigors in plastic. It was. Absolutely ridiculous. Painted Bestigors? 
No, 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 no. This was another un- okay. mass unpainted army. The Bulgors were all painted, and I think the Gores were all painted, but that was about it. Um, but anyway, yeah, I like the fact that, like, you know, if I had the Beastman army, I would absolutely 1,000% use that in this. Like, 100% use that in this. And I could just imagine, what is it? Uh, Abhuman plus, uh, what was the one that gave me Feral again? Feral. Oh, it was Feral. I'd say I think um, it's literally Feral or Feral yeah, Warriors. Oh, yeah. It gave me Feral. I just called Feral. Um, having that, like, charge forward as crazy as possible, coupled with, like, a bunch of Lehman Rust tanks that are super cheap, it's just, it, it just brings a smile to my face. That's a really cool army. They, anyway. they they fit rule of cool. I don't necessarily think they fit rule of be good, but I was going to say r- rule of cool <laughs> is good. <laughs> when have I ever played an army? Well, usually the armies I play become meta, but usually well, I start because armies. you play the army before the armies come out. Exactly. If you play anything that GW hasn't put out, it's going to be good because that's just the exactly the, the but general saying, pattern of GW. Yep, pretty much. And, um, uh, but yeah, no, that, it, I would play that even if it's not good because that's you. Know, I, I play. I played Bloodthirsters before the new Demon book came out, and that was Bloodthirsters was weren't bad before. They were. Uh, I'm not saying they're amazing. No, they were fine. Remember, <laughs> your opponent. <laughs> now your they're opponent, fine. The opponents and others judge a valid validity of an army, not the person who mm-hmm. plays it, because you're going to remember the times when you rolled either way too good or way too bad. Other people are much better the, to, to make those determinations. Actually, speaking of bazaar, if you happen to be local near us in New Jersey, um, we are having a bazaar where people can go and um, both sell things usually for very cheap or pick things up usually for very cheap. It is on May 27th. I don't have the start time in front of me, though. Do you, Dan? Do you know? Yeah. You do know? Then you could say it. No, I don't remember. (laughs) I I said, do you know? And you just said yes. No, I said, I, I meant to be like, yeah, with an inflection of like, no. <laughs> that's like a, you know, that, that's not how, that's not how anything works. You know what? If you're there at 6 a.m., you'll be waiting outside the door, but you won't be late. Yeah, pretty much. I'm trying to remember. Uh, it's I usually, want to say it's like 11 the door. It's open? usually, yeah, it's usually supposed to um And then. Um, Bid start at twelve, I think. Usually, yeah. I'm trying. Is to it on it Facebook? Up. Yes, it's, it's got to be on Facebook. Yeah. Hold so on. if you can find it quickly, let me know. Oh, yeah, there it is. I'll 1 say, PM. It might be. It might no, be under I events. It. I found it. One p.m. So it Was starts it June at one. 10th? No. No, it's May twenty seventh. It's Memorial Day weekend. Same way it's always been. Why does mine say? Oh, because I'm looking at the goddamn. You're looking at a previous I mean, year. No, not only that. I'm looking at uh, the, oh, conquest the conquest tournament. tournament. Yes, that's why I'm so confused. I'm like, why is? Oh, I didn't even sign up for this. Why? No. Send me an invite, real quick. So you don't mind? Yeah, that's so bizarre. weird that I don't have it. Just go on the go on the web page. Mm. I don't what do you? I mean, uh, I'll I'll send it as we. Kind yeah, of I can't. Fi- I don't know if you put it on the. There it is. It uh, is put up there because that's how I know, and that's how everyone else knows it. I'm on the Maplewood I, Hobby. Uh, I'm literally staring at it right now. What the fuck am I like on the wrong Maplewood Hobby page? Probably, but um, I shit? will post up for anyone who happens to be local to Jersey. It is either looking to get rid of things cheap or pick things up cheap. They said it'll be um, May twenty seventh. Um, starts at one. Although we do a buy it now, usually starting at twelve. So we have slips. You put down 
your starting bid and a buy it now price. There's an hour of buy it nows first. If you want any of those things, you hold it up. If no one else wants it, you get it buy it now price. If anyone does, it goes to auction. The auction goes into a question mark. We've had times when we're done in three hours. We've had times when we've been there for five or six or anything like that. Um, there's been times when oh, there's a table or so of stuff. There's been times when we fill the downstairs and half of the upstairs. So you never really know how much or what you're going to find. But I will put in the show notes a spot to that if anyone, like I said, is local and is interested. Uh, but having said that, then... Um, we'll close this on out here. So as always, um, we want to thank everyone who does listen. Remember, we're available on any podcatcher. We also have all this and more stuff on YouTube. We should hopefully have a battle report this week. We should have a battle report next week. And the plan is for when that Cthonia book hits our hands that we'll have some battle reports and other stuff from it. Um, don't know how fast we're going to be able to get it into our hands, but the fastest that faster that we can, we'll absolutely throw that out there. Um, for other things coming out, like I said, now I'm actually off of work, so I have some other plans of things I want to put out. We should have some more militia for you later this week. We should have a bunch of militia for you next week as well, and hopefully a few other things, um, at least that I have planned, and we'll we'll see what else we get to. Like I said, I do want to get back to some more Conquest stuff. I'm actually going and playing a game tomorrow, and might be might be learning Flames of War later on Tuesday, I'm not sure. I have to see, or maybe going through Arena Rex. I don't know which one. And probably, actually, I'm playing another game of 30K Thursday. Having Summers is nice because I have a whole bunch of games that I plan on doing. Um, remember, you can keep up with us on Facebook if Dan will actually start doing any of that. We also have a Discord. Um, we do have a Patreon as well. So if you enjoy our content and you would like to contribute to help us out with getting um, more equipment and things like that, that is always helpful, especially as we try to upgrade what we do, especially for battle reports and all. It's really where we need it the most. Um, is that we don't lock anything behind there unless we put out some just weird stuff or maybe ramblings, but none of what we would call the mainline content would ever get put behind there. Um, all right. So other than that, um, on behalf of everyone here at the show, has a good hobby and some great gaming.